Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt, and I'm the editor in chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Sports Network. Do you believe? Believe is the number one podcast network for sports and for professionals. We have been covering, as you know, from the entire times over the last two years, basically, maybe longer, uh, the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. I have been trying to bring you updates as often as I can. Uh, Our last update was literally days ago. Two weeks ago, we talked about the fact that there was a five organization entity that had been put together to evaluate whether or not spectators would be at the live venues and the plan that they had in place to allow limited uh, spectators up to 10,000 at certain venues and the things that Tokyo and Japan were doing in preparation for the Olympics. Today, we bring you the latest updates, dramatic changes on today's program. Before I talk about these issues in Tokyo and the Tokyo Olympics, I wanted to talk to you about our sponsor. This episode is presented by Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one sports platform for betting, for online betting uh, on the internet. It is really great. We talk about the Olympics, and even though perhaps the Olympics is not something that is historically bet on, I know that Bet Online will, will probably have a number of different things that you can bet on as it relates to the Olympics. So bet online is where you can find all your action, whether it's hockey, baseball, we're coming into the second half of the baseball season, basketball, football's right around the corner at the end of the summer. Bet online has all the odds, the news and information for all your online sports betting needs. I want you to visit their website today, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus. That's uh, with your first deposit. So they give you a 50% deposit to match your initial deposit when you sign on for the first time. So before your next tip-off, face-off, or pitch, head over to Bet Online and start playing today. Bet Online, they're your online sportsbook experts. So very sadly, perhaps not unexpected, but disappointing on Tuesday, July 8th. And you have to excuse me, I have, a, for those that are watching this one, I have a ton of papers in front of me because there's so much information. Literally, I feel like an old-time news reporter. It's coming fast and furious. Uh, the Tokyo Olympics will be held as of July 8th, which was yesterday when I'm recording this, without spectators, according to the Tokyo minister. Uh, Reuters released this, this statement. Organizers of the Tokyo Olympics have agreed to hold the event without spectators, under the COVID-19 state of emergency, Japan's Olympics minister, Tamayo, Tamayaho Muryaku, said on Thursday. And that is the entirety of their statement. Now, we talked about in our program two weeks ago that only 5% of the entire population of Japan had been vaccinated, that COVID was on the rise, and they were about to enter a fourth lockdown, which is historic for people around the world. Uh, The Japanese had only approved the Pfizer vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine, as those of you who listen to this program probably know or have heard, 
is a two-stage vaccine. So with them being 30 days apart, 5% of the population vaccinated, even with all of the efforts, we would never get to a herd immunity uh, situation. Later in that day, the IOC released a joint statement from the committees. And those committees, as we said, were the government of Japan, the International Olympic Committee, which we are part of their news press. If you follow our YouTube channel, you'll see we post their statements and their live media feeds directly on our YouTube channel because we're an approved media outlet for the IOC, the International Paralympic Committee, the Tokyo 2020 Organizing Committee, the Tokyo Metropolitan Government, and the government of Japan came together for a meeting. And we talked about this, and we talked about the fact that those uh, guys had been were going to closely monitor the situation. So they made their decision as of today. This is an irrefutable and irrevocable decision that the games will go forward without spectators. I think one of the things that is not mentioned here, but that would fuel that is that the Croatian swim team attempted to enter Japan. Some of the members tested positive and they in fact were quarantined. I know that Thomas Bach entered Japan yesterday and just like everybody else, he went through the testing protocols. He's fine, he, so he's allowed to come out of quarantine. The government of Japan announced a state of emergency uh, aimed at suppressing the flow of pe people because the number of confirmed COVID-19 cases continues to remain high. The number of people infected with varied COVID strains is continuing to increase. On their June 21st statement, which is what we talked about, they said in the event of a state of emergency or other priority measures implemented on or after July 12th, that they would consider further restricting from their June 12th or July 12th statement. I'm sorry, June 21st statement, they would consider further restricting. And that is what they have done. In the event of a significant change in the state of effect, of infection, the five-party meeting will be convened immediately to review spectator capacity, which is what occurred. Following that discussion on June 21st, it was stated that the Paralympics, which happens a little bit later, they would make that decision later. I'm assuming there'll be no difference. There'll be no dramatic change that will allow the Paralympics to have spectators. The IOC and the IPC respect, respecting the decision support safe and secure games for everybody. So there's no these five organizations, even if they are in fact not in sync on this, for the purposes of the public, they've come together with one unified voice. President Thomas Bach, an Olympic, former Olympic athlete himself, a fencing champion from France, a guy who was just recently reelected to the head of the IOC, a guy who I think... Uh, bears the torch of the International Olympic Committee very well and very respectably. He immediately came out and gave a speech to the athletes called The World is With You. And you can find that speech on our, it's a very nice speech, it's a very good empowering speech on our YouTube channel, Taekwondo Life Magazine. Uh, he spoke about the decision of the IOC and the other four agencies to limit spectators. And he spoke very positively to the athletes, directly to the athletes, in saying that priority and safety was the number one concern for the committee in making the decision. And I'm going to quote him. We all regret the decision for of not having spectators. 
for the spectators, but even more so for the athletes who will not be able to enjoy in the Olympic atmosphere. But for the athletes, I think that their feeling will be different because they know there will be billions of people from around the globe uh, that are with them in their hearts, that are supporting them, that are feeling that, that they are feeling with them. So the athletes should also appreciate this feeling and should be encouraged by this different and new form of support in these unprecedented times. In order to keep the Japanese population safe, again, there will be no spectators. And in fact, there's an emergency lockdown in Tokyo. There will be no one allowed on the streets other than with specific permission. And most of the businesses will be closed. So how does this impact? I'm not so sure that all of the athletes were going to have people from around the globe traveling to Tokyo under the circumstances. Anyway, perhaps for the Tokyo people, people in Japan, it hits them a little harder. Um, this is a great financial quandary for Japan and for the IOC. Tremendous amount of money, tremendous amount of uh, infrastructure work goes into to hosting uh, an Olympics. I read that you know, major, multi-major national corporations uh, provided sponsorship. And much of that is around bringing people into that uh, place, to see that place, to spend money there, to spend tourist dollars there, to spend hotel dollars there, hospitality dollars there, and to come back in the future because they essentially fall in love with the city. Tokyo will not have the benefit of that. How it will play out financially, I don't think we'll know for quite some time. Now, how is this going to be dealt with? Very much like the coronavirus, we live in a time where technology is king. So almost again, immediately today, a day after the announcement, we were told that there'll be unprecedented broadcast coverage and digital innovation to connect fans from around the world. So the TV coverage of Tokyo 2020 will be double the television coverage from Rio 2016. So there's a concerted effort there to uh, increase coverage. In the USA, here in the USA, where NBC has the, the rights to the Olympics, there'll be more than 7,000 hours of coverage between TV and digital platforms. That, of course, is a record. In Europe, it'll be 4,000 hours across all of Europe. And there will be a variety of new formats to deal with this. Now, I told you when they were planning on having spectators that the spectators were going to be prohibited from uttering loud noises, from cheering, from jeering, from things of that nature, which, of course, in and of itself was going to change the dynamics. But they're going to introduce many um, electronic and interactive forums. There's something called the Fan Video Matrix, which gives people around the world the ability to share selfies and five-second selfies, which will be played on these various platforms. There's going to be an electronic cheer map, which will give people through interactive, through either websites or through things of that nature, the ability to cheer. So you'll be able to see, oh, is there more cheering coming in this event from the United States or coming from Japan or coming from various places? It'll be interesting to map out if you have, you know, Croatia against uh, Korea, you should primarily see the cheering in those two areas, right? So we'll see. Um, our ambition is to bring the magic of athletics and modern achievement to a world on an unprecedented scale. Technology will play a critical role in connecting the fans with the athletes is what they're talking about. We ran a video from the Olympic Broadcast Center earlier in the week, which officially opened last week. And it's really a marvel to behold. 
their CEO, Yanis uh, Exarchos, um, talked a lot about that. And that was before this, but I would assume they had innovative plans there um, as a backup. The OBS will be pushing the boundaries, broadcasting and producing nine hours, 9,000 hours of content, which is tremendous amount. They will be um, really literally around the clock and they'll provide safe, I saw this tremendous things there, um, safe distance ways for, for athletes to be interviewed before and after the events. Olympics.com, that's Olympics.com, that launched um, as a subdivision of the IOC as a website in May. That's a new platform to try to bring all of this together. So you have the ability through going to Olympics.com, I guess, to find out all there is to find out about what's happening at the Olympics, the timing, where the events are taking place, what the medal count is, and things of that. Um, there are a ton of other things that will be um, going on and that will be worked on to make the Olympics uh, accessible to people as we come in now to the last, we gotta be in the last several weeks. We're probably, we were about 32 days. We're probably about 15 days, maybe 17 days from the start of the Olympics. So I know that um, they had the torch bearing ceremony and several of the people that were involved in that actually got the coronavirus from the gathering and that's probably playing into their effect. So we will keep you informed. We'll keep you apprised. Um, it will be a very different Olympics. But again, you know, themes that we've talked about, the Olympics has only been canceled three prior times in history. This year it was postponed three other times, two during World War II, one during World War I. And it seems that the IOC expressed their commitment. It seems that the Olympics will happen one way or another. We hope that they'll be safe. We hope that they'll be enjoyable and that we hope that they will be the fulfillment of the athletes that are competing there, of their hopes and of their dreams and of all their hard work. I know for us in the Taekwondo community, we will be watching very closely and expecting really some exciting competition. This episode has been presented to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your online sportsbook expert. And uh, I look forward to seeing you as the world reopens seeing you on the mat, seeing you in the dojang, and maybe in the future, seeing you face-to-face -face at the next, the 2024 Olympics. My name is Mark Sirianis. This is Taekwondo Life. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.